who made Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey God? No, really. Who made these hipster nose ring wearing tight jean fitted boys in charge of what I can and can't say, share, think? I have nothing against nose rings, but you get what I'm saying, right? Who made these people in charge? They are literally God. They're telling us what is fact, what is fiction, like out of thin air. Did Moses appoint these men these positions? These censorship that is going on right now in this country is out of control. And this is something that literally keeps me up at night. You know, the expression, I'm not kidding. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, am I going to, all my year's work of building an Instagram and a following, is it just going to dissipate like Cinderella's fairy? Because all of a sudden I did one hashtag that Mark Zucky doesn't like. You guys, it is horrifying. And I have to say, this is something, thank God, not Mark Zuckerberg God, the real God, if there is one, I feel like people on all sides can agree on. I have friends on all sides who are seeing this and they're like, this shit is effed up. Sorry, I'm trying not to curse and be a sailor. I'm going to lay it all out for you from how I see it. And I'm also going to play a little bit of devil's advocate today. So while I wish this wasn't political, how about this? I'll I'll let you guess. I'll let you, you know, decide for yourself on like what Twitter is letting us doing, which is deciding for you. So today I have a kick-ass guest, okay? Her name is Claire Friday. And I know that she is feeling some type of way about all this because Claire wrote to me and she was like, we need to talk, like, let's do this. So here's a little bit about Claire. Um, Besides the fact that she's wearing the sexiest merch I've ever seen with my eyeballs. Her company called, oh, ah, show us loves it. Just a notch down from porn. Okay. So she has her company done by Friday and she is a pro in all things, events and production and marketing and strategizing. She gave a TEDx in February. Okay, honey. And she is, she's a Cali girl, but she's based in Viva Las Vegas. It is so good to see you. And, and for everybody who knows Taylor or doesn't know Taylor, Taylor is a girl boss. This girl is not afraid to speak her mind, not afraid to just come out and be herself. What happened? Let me, let me, let me say something really quickly. What happened to be yourself? This goes in, in tandem with like the Instagram accounts and the Facebook accounts, because really those pages are kind of a snapshot of who you are. And now that we're canceling things left and right on social media or censoring people for what they believe and what they think and what they want to be seen as, are we really being ourselves? Like, is be yourself canceled? You're not allowed anymore. And that, I'm really glad that you brought that up, Claire, because that's what really scares me about this overall issue as a journalist, as a writer, as a thinker. If this keeps going on, you just keep going and going and going and censoring until what? We're all robots and we all think the same. I mean, raise your hand if you're not a zombie. Hi. From how you see it, what part just really is shocking to you that because I personally can't believe I say it all the time I'm like I never thought I would live in this country and see a day when they're literally the thought police ringing on my head yeah thought police is actually a really good um phrase or name to call what is going on because thought leadership 
you can have an opinion or an, an ideology or something and you are leading specific thoughts on something and you assume that people are going to respect that opinion. I don't know when we stopped doing that. And I can't, I'm trying to think back on when like we all of a sudden said thought leadership is not allowed anymore. On social media, the problem that I'm seeing is that ever since they locked us down, we can't be in person. So conflict in person is harder to have than conflict on a computer or an iPhone because it's easier to hide behind a device and yell at someone and blatantly say, you are wrong and here are all the reasons why I'm gonna tell you you're wrong. You can't have a civilized conversation anymore. You know who said it perfect actually in his recent interview with the LA Times was Vince Vaughn because this man was crucified for simply having a conversation with Donald Trump, which by the way, again, I don't want this to be political. I wish it wasn't. I would rather be shooting needles in my fingernails, but I really feel like this whole thing emerged in the Trump era because people despise him so much. And Vince Vaughn was caught talking to the man. And he said in his recent interview, I grew up in a house where not only is the other opposing point of view respected, but we actually give them more room to hear what they have to say. I mean, what a concept in 2020 when you are labeled everything under the sun for literally wearing a shirt saying one thing it's ripping us apart there's going to be no individuality there's no room like what happened to thinking for ourselves yeah really what happened like that's where i blame you again jack dorsey and mark zuckerberg like who the fuck are you guys and by the way for you guys listening and you're not you've maybe have heard about the censorship i have a little list that i'm gonna run down just so you have an idea of like what is actually going on And I don't want you guys to think that I'm attacking the left and picking on them because I know people are, everyone's really uptight right now. I want you guys to see like the big picture of what's happening, okay? The most obvious example was the New York Post article. Claire, you know about this. They did a piece, yeah, they did a piece reporting on Hunter Biden. They posted it and their Twitter was frozen for two weeks and anyone who reposted it, such as the press secretary, was blocked and frozen as well. So no one was allowed to get that story out. Okay, suspect. Everything Trump tweets is censored, which I have seen arguments being like, which I think is appalling, being like, keep it going, you know, censor everything he says, Jack Dorsey, let's get him off, which you may think he's like the big dumb man in the White House, but he's our president, like to censor everything he says. And I would even argue, because I have heard people who have said, I have seen people who go after Trump on Facebook and they get censored. This is a little sidebar off that, but unless it's hate speech, let's hear what Trump has to say. He's the president and let's hear the guy who has to make fun of him. Okay, let's hear it all. If you're going to censor the president of the United States, then go through all of the social media accounts of quotes by, you know, the social media, like the Instagram accounts and like the Facebook accounts, they're like quotes by this author quotes by this president. If you don't like those people, then go cancel all of their accounts. Because when you start canceling a a, a leader like that, then you have to go back and look at all of those, like Churchill, all of those other leaders, and then you have to say, well, we don't agree with what he said, so we're going to cancel his account. Where was this when Obama was in office? I'm just asking a question. Claire, you're not allowed to ask a question anymore. The police, I hear the sirens in my ear. They're burning. They're bleeding. Where, where was this when Obama was in office? Like where was, you know, because Trump isn't the most unifying president. He is, his language is very like divisive and 
people hate him so much. I think that like this whole thing really came out in the Trump era. That's my opinion. Okay. This is the one that's scary though. You had the white house COVID advisor tweet another opinion about masks. He was blocked. This is another one that's scary. Writer Matt Walsh, he, you know, the fraud is a whole other beast in its own, the election fraud, which millions and millions of Americans are even questioning the integrity of our voting system because no one knows what the hell is going on because Twitter and Facebook, and they won't let us see what's going on. This writer tweeted saying, I think that there is enough evidence to bring this to court. That's an opinion, right? They censored it disputing it as if that like how can an opinion be be false it's an opinion there was a stop the steal facebook group with almost half a million it had like 300,000 followers taken off the site completely and now we're seeing things like every time you go to share something on instagram about the election there's a little button that comes up that says share anyway see election info it's um, like that box that pops up on your yes. computer that's like are you really sure you want to send this? Are you really sure you want to say this? Are you really, really sure? It's like, yeah, thanks. I do. Yes. Thank don't, you. Don't think for me. It's like yeah. when you're in kindergarten and you have the bathroom inside the kindergarten room and the you have yeah. to ask the teacher if you can go tinkle and she walks you over to stand in line in the bathroom. That's what it's like. Okay. We're yeah. not in kindergarten. Then this pissed a lot of people off on all sides. They decided to hide all hashtags because they didn't want to mess with the election. So people's numbers were plummeting. They were like, what is going on? Because this is a way people find your content. And this is the kicker. Hashtags like voter fraud and stuff like that stop the steal. They were blocked altogether. So you couldn't even see them, period. Again, this is why I reinforce that I'm not picking on the left. But when Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg did go to Congress and had to testify and everything, they were asked, were there any liberal voices platforms that you censored? And they were kind of like, oh, we have to get back to you. So I'm just presenting it to you guys. Do with that what you will. Now, Claire, I'm going to play devil's advocate. What would be your response to somebody saying, well, the voter fraud stuff is dangerous or what Trump has to say is dangerous. Let's censor all of that. What would you have to say? Well, we see a lot of dangerous stuff every day. On the news, we see video of people getting hurt. We see, we see things every day that are not pleasing to the eye. So for us to say we need to actually put a bubble around ourselves and not let things that someone else says that are dangerous for us to know and see and hear and think affect us, I can see something and make my own judgment call about it. And I think where we're getting stuck is it starts here. It starts internally. It starts with what our belief system is to the core. And talking about this responsibility in the world, like we need to be responsible. Like the word responsible now, I think is taken in so many different ways. It's like, I'm responsible for someone catching COVID. I'm responsible for for the election. I'm responsible for someone saying we're the problem. Like I'm I'm responsible. I'm sorry. And this is not political. The responsibility starts you, whether it's what you see, take in, hear, do in your house or outside of your house, you are responsible for the way that you think. And I think that we have forgotten that. And well, we're now supposed to be robots. 
Exactly. Well, that's what scares me. And I've said this in prior episodes about mainstream media all, you know, having their own, you know, narrative and point of view. But I, I don't know if it's because I'm an, a millennial and Aquarius, but I hate nothing more than being told what to do. I, I know I literally can't, even if I'm getting my car fixed and the tire yeah. man is like, maybe, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what tire man who I'm paying to tell me what to do about my car. I hate being told what to do. And I feel yeah. like these people to see it in broad daylight like this, to the fact where again, they're freezing accounts. It's clear as day. You can't not see it. It's actually genuinely really existential. I'm like, so they're just going to spoon feed us information how far will they go? And that's what I want people to really think about listening to this. Maybe you can't stand Trump and that's fine. But you're, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, censor, censor this old orange man, get rid of him. Well, what happens when they go so far and so far and then you're the one censored? I mean, how far do you go until we yeah. are all literally thinking the same? And also like the, the analogy for the people watching who are like, well, who do I listen to and what do I filter? What do I not filter? So for instance, I'm a freelancer. I'm a, I have built my career off of so many different things. I never just said, I'm going to do one thing. And people had opinions about me climbing the ladder and having a career and being on my own and being a free thinker and a freelancer. The word free means something. I'm getting at something here. The word free means something. So I had to take advice that people gave me about my career and say, do I listen to that? I had to filter it out. They would say, you have to just do one thing and do it well. I do not believe in that. Let me say that again. I do not believe in doing one thing. I believe in diversity, career-wise, in your life, whatever. And now, everyone on social media, the media, whatever, they all say, you have to believe this thing. If you do not believe this thing, then you are, you are on some other planet. You are not following the rules. You're, you're canceled. You're canceled. You're canceled. And speaking of free, you're going to like this one. Here we go. This is why I'm so fired up about this. And for you listening, I'm, I'm taking my shirt up and it's getting sexual. Can you see what my tattoo Ooh, says? Live free. There it live is. free on my ribs. It's cliche. It's a college tat. But you know what? It's why I am so worked up about this. Because don't you dare tell me what information I can, unless again, it's hate speech and inciting, right. you know, right. violent. We don't want that. Like, That's not cool. Hate speech. We don't want violence. Right. We don't want to hate people. But don't you dare tell me what ideas I can put out, what I can share, what information I'm taking in. You cannot think about the people on the back end of this, right? One word for you, or is it two hyphenated? Okay, whatever. Fact checkers. We know that Candace Owens, and I know Candace Owens is a really controversial figure, and I posted this on my story. I don't care how you feel about her, if you love her, hate her, if you have a voodoo doll about her, but she is suing the shit out of Mark Zuckerberg. The hashtag, it's called Fact Check Zuck, because she ended up finding out, like she and so many of her colleagues were getting, you hear about this, I said it in another show, every day you wake up at someone new who's demonetized, whose platform is gone overnight deactivated with no notice. And she realized that his so-called fact checkers ended up having paths of, like, I think some of them worked for Joe Biden. All roads lead to the same thing where you can't not wonder why. And like, what agenda would Mark fucking Zuckerberg have? 
You know what I mean? So props to you, Candace Owens. Anybody who wants to share things freely on Facebook, again, whether you love her or not, you have to admit she's a badass bitch for going after this man. She really is. She really is. Candace, if you're watching this, you have balls. This whole thing, what you're saying is there can't even be an exchange of ideas and discourse right. and healthy arguments. It's canceled by going to a black hole. The intolerance is so bad that you're labeled all kinds of things. And you were telling me now in Zooms that there's like a protocol where you can't have things to express your personality well, in the background. Like what's going on there? Who do I have let's to call? Take a moment, let's take a moment to look at my background here. When I take a Zoom call, when I take a Skype call, if it's business, friendship stuff, whatever, I show the same background. I don't go to a white wall. I don't make my background neutral so that it looks like I'm being professional. Well, this is my professionalism. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Because I have all of my credentials here from the years of entertainment work that I've done. And I have things around me that represent who I am. They represent me back to that topic that we keep going back to being yourself and being represented by what you are which you know sometimes is canceled this is not canceled by the way because it's going to be on zoom and for everyone to see i know now that i think of it i have a lame ass backdrop i should do something that's even more i don't know scandalous like nude artistic artwork. I was going to actually say a penis. And then I was again, trying to hold it back and be a lady and hold back my dirty mind, but that's fine. I even have friends who have shared different articles and they're like, I've noticed, I don't know if they're watching my messages, but my views are going down. I'm not showing up first on Instagram stories. I'm pushed to the way back. My engagement's way down. What is happening? I have a friend who is on the left and she thought that there was such, such hypocrisy um, and is really upset seeing all the celebrations like sardines in the street for Joe Biden when COVID is going on. And she literally said to me, she was like, I want to post about it, but I'm afraid of getting censored. I'm afraid of getting canceled. And basically she's like, I'm going to let you do it because that's your job. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Leave me for dead. Awesome. That's what scares me too, with you talking about the, having dialogues and healthy arguments. I'm really afraid that people only see what they want to see and- there nothing else exists. It's like, do we have the capacity anymore to even hear another point of view? That's why I even said in the beginning of this episode, like if you're weary of censorship or if you're for it, playing devil's yeah. advocate, hear us out and listen, because this is scary period. That well, and to, to that point, I mean, if I can speak to the entertainment world and entertainment being TV, movies, novels, if you're going to say, well, we can't talk about this anymore, or we can't share this anymore. Are you going to say the same thing for plays? Are you going to say the same thing for novels? For instance, if I read a book by Donald Trump and I post a quote, something that he said on my Facebook, is my Facebook going to get deleted? If I post a quote from Karl Marx from his writing, and is my Facebook going to get deleted if I post a Karl Marx uh, quote? What can I not say? Because there were thought leaders long time ago. There were thought leaders 20 years ago. So are we going to cancel mm -hmm. history where, where if you read Mark Twain's books, Mark Twain had specific dialogue during those years between two races. And that actually happened. So are you going to cancel that 
as well. So that's where I don't understand what we can't say because when things actually happened, we need to talk about them. History should not be canceled. That is my opinion. No history should be canceled. It actually happened. What are you going to do in entertainment now? If someone wants to like write a play about a certain era, are you going to say, actually, you can't say that when they actually did say it? And it goes for Hollywood too. Who is making all of these rules exactly? I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, these assholes are making these rules for social media. And a sidebar, I actually read a Washington Post story that defended their censorship because they said technically they're private companies. So do with that what you will. But the same thing goes for Hollywood. And I kind of said this in my Fox News segment is that who is making these rules? Like, again, with it's not censorship per se, but I guess reverse censorship with all the inclusion and diversity rules, right? And I said to Fox, like, the irony is it's all of these old white men making these rules. I don't see them giving up their positions for black women or Asian women. How long are we going to let these people make these rules for us? Is this going to change the face of our entertainment culture? Another question. Where are the people in the entertainment industry that could actually speak up and say, I don't care who you voted for. Can we just have a discussion? And can we respect each other? I don't care if you voted for Trump. I don't care if you voted for Biden. Can we please talk about this and not walk out the door or hang up the phone and storm out on someone and say, you are wrong. You are the person I'm not going to listen to. You, you, you are the problem. Where are those people in entertainment that can say no more of that? Let's have a civilized discussion and let's respect each other. So if anybody in the entertainment industry is watching this and you're a public figure, you've got money, you want to support this idea, call us up. Let's talk about it. My nipples are hard right now because that was literally, it's exactly, I mean, listen, and for those of you guys listening to my show, you know that a lot of the time I give celebrities a hard time because I'm like, who are you to chime in? You live a totally different, you know, blissful life. Who are you to tell us? you know, who to vote for and about this and about that and policies that actually impact us. I will say though, in this department, that's why I literally masturbated to Vince Vaughn's quote about respecting each other's opinions, because this is an area where I'm like, they need to step up because Claire, you and I have both worked with these people a ton. You know, it's not our first rodeo. How many of them do you think, think against the grain, against the group think, and they are way too chicken shit to say it? I think it's fear. And I, and I just want to say to anybody watching this, for me to come, this is the first show I've done like this. And I am not afraid now because I am all about being yourself and respecting both sides. I am not afraid to be hated upon because I don't believe in hate. Hate's terrible. Hate is, hate, hate should be canceled. Can we please cancel hate? Because mm-hmm. hate should be canceled. And I'm not going to rat you out or make you feel like you're a smaller person because I think I have the better point of view. We should not have any fear like that anymore. That should be completely gone, but it's not. It's everywhere. And I know that I say, you know, this is on the tech lords and, you know, all these guys, but not to be all take accountability, da da da, but, you know, Mr. Ronald McDonald, Mr. Rogers over here, but you're right at some point. Like I remember I was even upset when the mob was trying to cancel Leah Michelle. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? 
who is Mark Zuckerberg and all these people to tell us what information we can exchange, but also like who is the everyday people to act like they can cancel somebody they don't even know? Like, who are you to think that? It really has to stop. I just don't know in terms of entertainment, how far will it go? Will it be till enough celebrities are canceled? Will it be till movies and shows have a checklist of all these criteria they have to meet? And these celebrities, they always say their art is all about storytelling. That's what they always say. I'm a storyteller first. So you're not allowing different stories to be told. So when do you think it'll happen, if ever, when they will stick up for individuality of perspectives and stories and voices? Canceling storytelling is where I draw the line. If you're going to cancel storytelling, you're basically canceling entertainment. You're canceling personal experience. You're canceling what something means to you. Canceling storytelling is not possible. I I will, if that happens, I will be the first person to create a do not cancel storytelling.com. Nobody buy it. And by the way, when you said entertainment will be gone in my head, I'm like, what's left of it? No offense to our own field, I guess. (laughs) rip like because apparently events are canceled i'm actually writing something that i'm hoping will go somewhere like in the next year and if it, if storytelling was canceled i wouldn't be able to sit here and write not to be sad you know i like i like to keep this uplifting but sometimes yeah. i have to deliver it real i think that people are really losing faith in what what makes this country so badass is that we are free we are free and People right now are feeling like I'm not even free enough to think for myself, to put out certain thoughts. I don't even know all the information I'm taking in. Again, I'm going to bring it back to earlier. Like there are millions and millions of people being like, okay, well, I can't trust the media. Um, I can't trust these social media networks. I can't even trust our own voting system. Why do I live here? Like that's literally where people are at. And it's really existential and bleak, but the first amendment for free press and free speech. It is the first goddamn amendment for a reason. If you take away our ability to speak, okay, well, I'll be like this, like in Handmaid's Tale and walk around like this, like sad little hunchbacks with our mouths uh, muzzled. Like really, that's what it'll be if we keep going down this path. Say it louder for the people in the back. The first amendment, number one. Remember that whole burn your bra movement thing? You should make bras that say free speech or like bikinis that say free speech on them. You would be, uh, maybe I should do that. You'd be a millionaire. But if somebody wants to steal this idea, it's okay. Steal the idea. I would be happy to do it because I have the most like grandma tan bra. There it is. (laughs) One level down from Depends. So I'd be happy to write that on my bra. Or maps that say free speech. That's a, that's a good one. For real. Because Think about this, and I'm going to bring it back to the big issue right now on our minds is the voting fraud. And I've said it before, whether you think it happened or not, whether it changes the outcome of the election or not, we deserve to know what the hell is going on. And the fact that these people are blocking anything having to do with it whatsoever is pathetic. People are like, well, I voted. Does my vote not count? Like, I'm sorry. There are all these processes going on. Not only can we not discuss it, but it's like it didn't happen. Get a load of this. I have a friend who hosts um, a spiritual podcast, and they had a psychic on who talked about the fraud. And my friend texted me being like, should I take it out of the episode because I don't want it to get censored? Like that is how deep the thought police goes that if you so much as talk about it, you have to go away. 
I mean, I'm going to tell Claire, you know, the story of what happened yesterday at this news organization. And I'm going to put them the fuck on blast because I don't care. Cheddar, I'm talking to you. Because they basically said, you know, there is basically insinuating there is no evidence of fraud whatsoever, period. This is the most secure election we've ever had. And that's that on that, which like we know there was fraud. How big it was, we don't know. But we know that it happened. Okay. So I wrote back saying, you miss these points about things that are actually happening out there. Just acknowledging the fact that there were things going on that they did not include in their reporting. And the writer slash editor slash producer, you guys, hold on to your panties. He literally wrote me back and he said, thank you for the input, Taylor. When you decide to re-engage with reality, we'll be here. That really happened, folks. I saw it. Just let that sink in. All I'm asking for you is to do is to acknowledge that this is happening on your platform. So not only will you not acknowledge it, but if someone does acknowledge it because it's a fact that you don't like or agree with, not only can it not be heard, but it's not a reality. It's not a reality because it's not your reality. So this is why I wanted to bring this up because I was so appalled. It literally ruined my whole day that a journalist could act this way, but the censorship, I feel like it comes from the tech lords. It comes from us who are trying to go out and cancel people. And it's coming from these writers and these quote unquote, for those of you listening and not watching journalists, because it's not their reality. It's censored. And that's sad. It is sad. And the other thing, like to your point is when I write something, I don't expect the person reading it to absolutely agree with me. If I write an article or I write something, it's my personal view on something that is going on. Now, if you're a journalist, I would hope that, or you're in the media, I would hope that you're writing facts or reporting facts, but we know that that's like not true. So, uh, or for the most part, not true. However, when I write something and somebody may read it and think it's trash, someone may read it and think it's their treasure. And I don't like say to them, well, you need to deal with your reality because what I wrote is actually true. And it's a, it, it's my opinion. And I, and whether or not you like it, it, you need to like it because it was my opinion. And you, the fact that you don't respect my opinion makes me mad. It pisses me off. Who in their right mind would get mean about it and say, you, you're taking this the wrong way. You're the problem. Once again, you're the problem. Well, that's where it comes down to this really horrible division and this hate because you know I showed it to people yesterday because I was so appalled by it and they're like it's almost like he was waiting like he had this pent-up anger of this person and was like waiting for the right opportunity or someone to take it out on and who does that like when are we gonna again it goes back to your thing earlier when are we gonna get to a point where it's like Okay, I hear what you're saying, however, but it's like, it's almost like this entitlement, like this person is so entitled to thinking that their reality is fact. And, and even if that person from Cheddar felt bad or like convicted after he said that to you, wouldn't he have come back and said, you know what, I'm really sorry. And, and here's the other thing, like if you know someone and you're having a discussion with them and you say something you, you later on are like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have said that. 
I was heated. The election is getting me upset. The censorship is getting me upset. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling upset. You can go back to someone and say, I'm really sorry I said that. I respect your opinion. This person did not even come back and say, you know what, that was a little out of line. I went back and read that email and I don't think I should have put it in that tone or even voiced it that way, but no. What now? I mean, what is it? Like, will you start posting stuff that might get you censored? Well, I thought about doing that and seeing what happens to my right. account. I, I have family members who have posted news and their accounts have been um, flagged. Seriously, what is my mother? She has like 10 followers. What's she going to do? She's going to repost something that she saw and you're going to flag her account as being suspicious or dangerous. Like really? Come on. I mean, I saw stories about people on Twitter getting censored and frozen for quoting the constitution. I, like your mom, you I've seen people that. like, yeah, you live in the, it, you, if you were in a different country and you posted something about your bylaws or you, you know, your laws as a, as a nation, why are you getting censored? That's the, that really makes me upset is like, if you're quoting the constitution and you're all of a sudden getting censored, you live in the United States. Why, why would you be censored if you're basically quoting the documents that makes the country the country? That makes no sense. Well, this is again, like Jack Dorsey is God because apparently he has say over our constitution. He has a say over protocols regarding masks Again, the White House, you know, Corona supervisor had a different opinion about masks and he got censored. I'm sorry, Jack Dorsey, where did your mask coronavirus degree come from? Because who are you to say, nope, not true, fact from fiction. I mean, that's really what, what I want to leave you all with is whether you are left, right, middle, from Narnia. I don't give a shit, but this is about our freedom. Let us, this is freedom. Like, let us take in the information, all of the information. Let us, in a healthy way, argue and debate and and have a beautiful array of ideas and art. Make your own decisions. Exactly. Make your own decisions. Right. Let us decide. Who are you to decide for us? There have been many, many times when I've been reluctant to post something, even doing this episode, I joke, if this makes it like 24 hours, it's a miracle. It's sad to think that it's a risk to put out an opinion or content, or even like I said, a hashtag out there. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, it's a risk I'm willing to take. We can't just cave in and be in line like little sergeants because that's what they want. And I read a really good quote this morning that said something like, in order to be yourself or the person you were meant to be, you're going to have to lose possessions, friendships, and agendas or something like that. It was some quote that said, if you're going to be somebody, you have to lose a lot of things. And it's actually true. It's like, I would rather be a real person than a fake person and have people just like me because I say the right thing. I would rather be someone that people respect for my opinion and what I do and who I stand, what I stand for. And if you don't like me, you don't like me. You can't make someone a robot and make them feel and think and do certain things in order to gain respect. It doesn't work that way. Be yourself and respect people. And quit being so uptight. Everybody is so quick to argue and call each other names. I seriously have a glass of wine 
get off to whatever it is you want to get off to expect each other's points of view. Cause at the end of the day, do you want people censoring you? And that's what I, again, I want people to everyone from all walks of life to think about it's all fun and games until it's happening to you, hon. And someone is trying to censor you and demonetize and take your ass down. Then it's not so cute anymore. And I'm just going to end it with this. I'm sorry, Jack Dorsey. You are not hot enough to be telling me what to do or what to say. Sorry. That's the cold, hard truth, bitch. Maybe next time. Claire, thank you so much. Taylor, you're the best. And how's that for TED Talk, bitches?